Hi, welcome back to Coffee Pods. It is great to be with you. Uh, if this is your first um, visit to Coffee Pods, my name is Lisa and I'm joined by Wes. Hello, Wes. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good to be back with you for another discussion. Here we go, yeah. Yeah, so we've got a big question. Okay. Or thought, I would say. It's a thought and it's it's around the topic that we've actually been looking at at the Healing Academy recently, okay. which is how to minister to the whole person um and obviously and it, it's interesting this comes up Wes because I had a discussion over the weekend of a more medical approach of how we you know not minister but look after ourselves as a whole person mm. so I had somebody telling me you know like what's in your gut can affect your brain and you know all these things yep, and yep. that medically sometimes um we don't approach the whole person we should this is what this conversation was around mm. now at acorn we will always say that we are not medics unless some of our team are <laughs> we're not psychiatrists again yep. unless some of our team are um and, and we can be aware though of somebody's reality when we pray for them can't we we're aware that there's a lot going on so can you just sort of feed into that a little bit yeah i mean it's really interesting isn't it that, that in a sense medicine is also coming at it from uh, another angle in that um you know you mentioned about your gut and your brain and stuff mm. and, and the idea that we're not disconnected you're not um mm. a physical machine that you go into a hospital to get fixed come out they recognize that you know that you are a, a spiritual being you may have faith they recognize that you may have mental um challenges that you might have emotional challenges and so in a sense this idea that we're a whole being it's actually quite biblical um, but it, but it's also that, you know, that we're all working out that we are connected and Acorn wants to be able to minister to the whole person, even though, you know, you're not going to get brain surgery at an Acorn healing hub. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And please don't ever put a scalpel in my head. But, um, you know, one of the, th the things is that our practice is, bu is built on um an acrostic, rich, R-I-C-H. And it's because we believe that we need to be respectful of people, of their whole being. So one of the things that we've said is that we will pray for people and we'll minister to people irrespective of their life choices or the journey they've taken or how they've come to us, whether they have faith or no faith, mm. that actually if they come across our path and are happy for us to pray for them and pray with them, we will do that, respectful of who they are. And actually, one of the things I, I say to our teams is, um, do unto others, not actually as you have them do unto you, but do unto others as you would have them do to your best friend. Mm. You know, so actually, I, I'd want to be prayed for, or I'd want to pray for people in the way that I'd want, say, other people to pray for my best friend yeah I want it that respectful I want it that caring I want it that dignified for them so mm. you know it's thinking about the whole person the R stands for inclusive that we are aware that we are one part of the person's life in that moment but also the caring professions may be involved they may be taking medication they might be halfway through uh, chemotherapy. They might be going through procedures and whatever. And of course, we need to be respectful of that. So never, ever, ever, ever 
will anybody in an Acorn healing hub tell somebody to stop taking their medication? It's not our job to do that. Mm. It's your doctor's job to do that. But we will certainly pray. And of course, interesting thing, Lisa, is many people are now what is called assisted living, not just assisted dying, but actually many of us are on assisted living. We might have a pacemaker or a hearing aid. We might take daily medication, mm-hmm. whatever. And so we need to be aware of those things. The R, R, the C is community. We believe that we minister to people as a, as a community of Christ, as, as a team whose, whose heart is compassion. But it is a team. It's two or three or four people mm-hmm. praying together not just a super individual who whips off his cake in the cape in the vestry cake cape in the <laughs> vestry and becomes super minister mm. we're just journeying together and the age is holistic that we realize that there are implications between body and mind and spirit and we want to try and be aware of them simplest one forgiveness if we carry unforgiveness in our heart it's going to come out in our mind and it's going to come out in our body at times as well as our spirit so that's a quick you know shift through but those sort of things how you minister to the whole person yeah definitely and we also look at um different ways in which we pray for people don't we and um that there may be there may be a need for a bit of a diagnosis and we don't mean that medically um Mm. but a diagnosis in that moment of prayer so we know or kind of know what are we praying for here? What are we ministering to when we mm. are when we are with this person? Could you? Re- I don't know if you can do it briefly, but can you kind of give an idea of what that might look like? Because I'm just thinking we've got you've got the R I I C H. What does this look like practically? Well, for, for instance, when when we pray for people, one of the things we're going to do is when we don't necessarily dive in straight away. As we've talked to the person, we're then going to want to talk to God about the person as well. And so the question you might be saying is, Lord, why does this person have this condition? Is there something hidden, like unforgiveness, for instance? Is there something that needs clearing away? Um, But also, God, what do you want to do for this person now? Mm. You know, you don't build a house in one go overnight. You know, it it takes some time. So, God, what do you want to do now? If you like, which brick do you want to put in place today? Mm. And sometimes it might be putting the roof on. And that's like, wow, that's a big thing. (laughs) And other times it just might be putting the next brick in the next step of their journey. And that's important, too. So we're asking questions of, you know, God, what do you want to do? And what does this person need? Is there any reason why this person might be like this? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very helpful. And also it it does help um, us reflect on what we are there for as the minister, doesn't it? Um, yeah. it it's not just jumping in and getting on with prayer. There, There's a big thing happening here that we are a part of. Yeah, and, and it's, it's interesting, isn't it, that, um, you know, the body is a self-healing mechanism. You cut your finger, it's going to start to heal. Yeah. But there are times when the body gets overwhelmed and it can't do that. And it might need intervention from medics and from medication. But also there are times when maybe that doesn't work and there might need to be some heavenly intervention as well. And so discerning what those things are and what God is doing and what the person needs um, and, and, and not being overwhelmed by that. I mean, I like your introduction that we're not social workers, we're not psychiatrists, we're not mm-hmm. medics, you know, um, 
you know, you never want me to do anything on your car. I mean, I'm absolutely, <laughs> you know, don't even let me know. I mean, let me get in. Yes, but don't let me open the engine because yeah. I don't understand it. And actually, but to drive a car, I don't need to understand it. Right. Yeah. To, to sort of pray for people, you don't need to be a medic or a psychiatrist or a social worker. You can just pray for the bit that's in front of you now. Mm. And, and actually, that's quite releasing because I haven't got to fix all of this person's life forever. I've just got to be Jesus to them now. Yeah, it's very releasing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and something as well that we speak about at the Healing Academy, um, when we look at this topic of ministering to a whole person, is also in this moment when we're with them is being aware of our words, isn't it? You know, and, and that that uh, can be quite vast. You know, it can be whether we're encouraging or not. But you, you talk about it more because you, you've got a lot of experience in this. But what what do we mean when we say here at Acorn about being aware of our words? Well, for instance, I, I think the way that we might approach it can put people under pressure. So if oh. I come to somebody and say, we're going to pray for you and you're going to get out of your wheelchair right now, everybody's under pressure. Yeah. So we've got to be aware and we've got to be aware of what we promise that is not necessarily born of faith, but of born of either of hope or presumption. Mm. And, and so we need to be aware that our words carry um, hope for people. But also, um, actually, I, and I think probably I make a distinction between, if you like, um, uh, the wisdom that I might give somebody, but the wisdom that comes from heaven, the wisdom that comes from God, mm. that has life on it. It, it stirs people's hearts and, and brings a place of faith. Whereas actually, if I just say something, they might think, well, that's really interesting. But actually, mm. what we want people to do is to meet Jesus, the healer not just the process that we take them through. Yeah. And so I think in when we minister to the whole person, we're aware that, you know, we can't overpromise. Yeah. We can promise Jesus, but I can't promise um, other things that I can't promise. And so I think being aware of, of how our language draws people to a place of peace and a place of faith rather than a place of anxiety and uncertainty. I think that's really important. Yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah, so we've got some, well, you, you've shared some really helpful um, points here that our ministry should be respectful, inclusive, mm -hmm. um, a place of community, and also holistic. Um, and then we've obviously looked at being aware of our words and what our role is. And if you're listening now and you're thinking, I want to look into this a little bit more. You can join us at the Healing Academy uh, this March. The dates are on our website. And we really do take each of these areas, don't we, Wes? And we just yeah. take it deeper and we put it into practice as well uh, with other people who are a part of the Healing Academy community. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that is just super helpful. We don't need to go too long. Is there anything you want to add? Is there anything you've thought of? One thing I'd just say, you know, as we trust Jesus, we can afford to be courageous mm. and we can we can be wise at the same time. So we don't have to be afraid because in the end, none of us are healers. It's just him. We're yeah. just his helpers. And that's the key. Yeah. Awesome. OK. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Wes, for another great okay. discussion. And we'll catch you at our next podcast where we are looking at whether we might be stuck in one way of praying for others. So we will see you then. Bye bye.